Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN correspondent in for David Chalian today. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, April 11th. The Biden administration today taking steps to tackle gun violence in America. So over this past weekend, there were several shootings across the country, which has tragically become something that happens way too often and something that seems to be a uniquely American problem. Police said that four people, including two teenagers, were shot shortly after a Major League Baseball game in Washington, D.C. on Saturday night. And two people were killed and 10 were hospitalized after a, quote, targeted attack at a nightclub in Iowa, according to police. Another shooting in Illinois on Sunday where local law enforcement reported two people have also died and six people were injured as a result. And there were unfortunately others. But there is one specific shooting in New York City that we want to point out here. This was Friday night. A ghost gun was recovered in connection with a fatal shooting of a 16-year-old girl in South Bronx. That's according to a source close to the NYPD. A ghost gun is an unregulated, untraceable weapon made from a kit, and it's privately made. As pressure has been building for President Joe Biden to address this country's gun crisis, today he announced a new firearm regulation to contain the use of ghost guns. The gun lobby tried to tie up the regulators and paperwork for a long, long time. The NRA called this rule, I'm about to announce, extreme. (laughs) Extreme. But let me ask you, is it extreme to protect police officers, extreme to protect our children, extreme to keep guns out of the hands of people who couldn't even pass a background check? Now, a person can purchase these ghost gun kits online and make a gun with them in as little as 30 minutes. Mia Tretta, who was shot and wounded with a ghost gun in a California school shooting, said that if you can put together an IKEA dresser, you can build a ghost gun. And she was at the event today, too. The new rules would require anyone purchasing a kit to undergo a background check. It also requires those selling the kits to mark components with a serial number so that when the gun is created, it can be traced. And firearms dealers would have to add a serial number to any ghost gun that comes into their business. All of a sudden, it's no longer a ghost. It has a return address. It's going to help save lives, reduce crime, and get more criminals off the streets. Officials say that because regulators can't trace ghost guns, they're appealing to criminals. And while ghost guns do make up a relatively small share of the guns recovered by law enforcement, they're being seen more and more at crime scenes across the U.S. And last week, Maryland joined Washington, D.C. and 10 other states in banning or restricting the purchase or use of ghost guns. This regulation was done without Congress in what Biden called today, quote, regulatory authority. He asked the Justice Department last year to write a regulation that would rein in the proliferation of ghost guns because it was hard to pass legislation. And we know Democrats on Capitol Hill have tried to pass gun reform legislation for years. Today, President Biden called on Congress to try again. None of this absolves Congress for the responsibility to act. We need Congress to pass universal background checks. And I know it's controversial, but I got it done once. Ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Republicans have been mainly to blame for the holdup. As for gun rights advocates, some had opposed Biden's move even before he officially announced it today. The director of federal affairs for Gun Owners of America, Aidan Johnston, said Sunday in a statement that Biden's proposal without passing new law shows Biden's, quote, disregard for the Second Amendment. 
Biden disagrees, and here's why. It's going to sound bizarre. I support the Second Amendment. You have a right. But from the very beginning, the Second Amendment didn't say you can own any gun you want, as big as you want. You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. And certain people from the very beginning weren't allowed to purchase guns. It's nothing new. It's just rational. Biden also spoke about his administration's plan to bolster policing in communities across the country aimed to curb crime. The answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police and give them the tools and training to support they need to be better partners and protectors of our communities in need. Today, Biden also announced his nominee to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, also known as the ATF. I'm proud to nominate Steve Dettelbeck. Steve is immensely qualified. He served the Department of Justice for two decades. Steve Dettelbeck is a former U.S. attorney from Ohio. One official said he shouldn't be a controversial candidate because of his long record working in law enforcement and public safety. As you'll recall, Biden's former nominee, David Chipman, fell through amid opposition from Republicans and certain moderate Democrats. Just as a reminder, the ATF is a law enforcement agency within the Justice Department. Here's Dettelbeck with more on the agency's mission. I've seen firsthand the work that so many at the ATF do to protect us from violence. They're dedicated, they're professional, and they're effective. They don't write the laws. Their mission every day is just to go out and enforce those laws and protect the public from a wide range of threats. Now, between 2016 and 2021, the ATF received 45,000 reports of privately made firearms recovered by law enforcement. But officials said the agency was only able to trace 1% of them because they lacked serial numbers. Gun violence is a hard problem to solve at all levels of government, but especially at the federal level. There are political, emotional, and logistical factors to consider. But the question remains, will this regulation make a difference, or will politics creep in and get in the way again? That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening, and please take a moment to be sure and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.